welcome back. I am trying to blow through the rest of the sons of Jacob, which represents the 12 tribes. So come on in, come on in. Thank you for tuning in with your girl, Takiyah Williams, on True Podcast. Okay, so I just shared the eighth sign. Now we are on to the ninth sign, okay? So we want to make sure that people definitely get to know who they are before the Black History Month is over, okay? So, we are on Issachar. Issachar was Jacob's ninth son and ancestor of one of the 12 tribes of Israel. In Hebrew, Issachar means either man of reward or hired man. Oh my God, this makes so much sense, y'all people. We have to understand this. His name is associated with the circumstances of his birth. Issachar's mother was Leah after she gave birth to her fourth son, Judah. All right, come on now. Leah stopped having children and was presumed to be barren. And you learn about this in Genesis chapter 29, verse 35. One day, her oldest son, Reuben, came across mandrakes in the field. In folk medicine, these flowering herbs were brought and taught to enhance a woman's fertility. Reuben picked the mandrakes and brought them to his mother. Leah and her younger sister Rachel argued over the mandrakes, but finally came to an agreement. Leah would give Rachel some of the mandrakes as a reward or payment for allowing Leah to sleep with their husband. Jacob, that night, Leah became pregnant and later gave Jacob her fifth and his ninth son, Ishakar. This is also now told about in Genesis chapter 30, Verses 18, uh, well, 14 through 18. As a Bible character, Issachar plays almost no role in the family story. We know he fathered our sons, uh, fathered four sons Tula, Pua, Jashub, and Shemrah. Genesis 46 verse 13 tells us about this. To escape the famine, Issachar joined Jacob in relocating his family to Egypt, where Issachar eventually died and was buried. Later, his body was moved to Shechem with the rest of the patriarchs. You learn that about, um, and you learn about that in Acts chapter 7 verse 16. Like his brothers, Issachar received a blessing from his father before Jacob's death. Issachar is a raw bone donkey lying down among the sheep pens. 
when he sees how good is the resting place and how pleasant is his land, he will bend his shoulder to the burden and submit to the forced labor. And you learn about this in Genesis chapter 49, verses 14 to 15. The blessing seems more like a curse, possibly indicating that the tribe of Ishkar was forced to work for a Canaanite king at some point. The territory of the tribe of Ishkar described in Joshua chapter 19 verse 17 to 23 incorporated the fertile eastern section of the valley of Jezreel River a western tributary of the Jordan with Mount Tabor to the north and the Jordan River to the east hmm Ishakor shared a border and close connection with the tribe of Zebulon. This link is evident in the common blessing given by Moses before this death about Zebulon. He said, Rejoice, Zebulon, in your going out. In you, Ishakar, in your tents. They will summon people to the mountains and there offer the sacrifices of the righteous. They will feast on the abundance of the seas, on the treasures hidden in the sand. And you learn that about. Uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 18 through 19 Ishakor was a large tribe its battle ready man number 54,400 in the first sentence learned about it in numbers chapter 1 verse 29 by the time the second census it had increased to 64 Numbers chapter 26 to 25 during the reign of King David. Ishakor mighty man numbered 87,000 in the first Chronicles chapter 7 through 5. In the time of the judges, Ishakar's tribe joined with Deborah and Barak to defeat Jabin, the king of Hazar. From Ishakar's tribe came a letter judge, Toilet, as well as two kings of Israel, Basha and his son Eli, Eliah. As one of the northern tribes in the divided kingdom, Ishakar was taken to captivity when the northern kingdom fell. There is a brief mention in the Bible of another man named Ishakar, a Levite and descendant of Korah. 
this Ishikar was one of the doorkeepers of the temple. He is listed as the seventh son of Abed Edom and was one of the capital capable men with the strength to do the work. You learn about him in First Chronicles chapter 26, verse 8. Everyone, please go learn about this. This is deep because it's a lot of information that I just got from that. And when you learn that Ishakar is the tribe that represents the Mexicans, so it does make a whole lot of sense how the Mexicans are higher for a lesser uh, labor rate and everything. They work so hard. They will come and get your house built in a little of no time. They are great handyman, craftsmen, masons, or whatever you want to call them. They till the land. They do a lot of gardening. They do a a lot of a lot of things um and they do live in groups they live in big families they are one of the uh, families that can get together and live a whole lot of them in one place without having no drama between them but they all work hard that is such an amazing thing so yes learn about who you are this is the ninth son of jacob the tribe of Ishakar. Yes, the Mexicans. We love you and continue to love on each other. Happy Black History Month and Shalom.